You know, that's all great stuff and all, but uh, what's the food like in college, Grace? Because, you know, I might not go. What's up, guys? We're back with uh, week three of whatever this podcast is called. We're back with Jack, <laughs> Cody, and a very special guest today, Grace. How are you doing, Grace? I'm doing good, and I'm so happy that the sun is shining today and that it's yes. not raining outside. Amen, amen. I just got done planting some stuff in the garden. Yesterday was muddy. I was trying to get out there in the garden yesterday in that mud, and I had just mud all over my boots. Sliding everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this. One fact, guys, if you're listening out there, dry dirt is easier to work with than mud. That's true. That's yes. true. That's true. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Um... Being isolated has been interesting. Mm. Yeah. Um, school is different. I yeah. don't really know what's happening, actually. You don't know at all what... You don't know what to do? Have you well, done any schoolwork? <laughs> to a certain point. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot different. In my chemistry class, we're going to have to record labs and send them in. Mm. So that'll be different. Yeah. Evan, I feel like with you being the host, no one ever really asks, how are you doing? Yeah, that's good. Like, my life, you know, usually pretty quiet. Nothing much goes on. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not, I'm not always the guy who asks for prayer requests. And, you know, that's all right. I'm just, uh, I'm the quiet guy. That's Nothing deep. goes oh, on. Dang, this is okay. getting really wow. deep. All right, Evan. All right. I, didn't, I didn't mean to get deep. I didn't mean to <laughs> well, all, right. all right. Well, so we're super excited to have Grace here today. Uh, Grace is going to talk with us a little bit about uh, being a college student. Uh, at a Christian college, and so we're excited for our listeners to hear some of the pros and cons to maybe attending a, uh, a Christian college as opposed to a private or uh, you know non-Christian college kind of thing. And so we're just going to have a great conversation about that. But before we do, I want to ask Jack, if you don't mind, Jack, would you open us up in prayer today? Sure. Dear Lord, uh, thank you for this day, and thank you for this opportunity that we're having to still connect with people, even though maybe we can't meet physically. I pray that as we have this conversation that um, it would all be for your glory and that people would learn something from it. And I ask that you bless everything that we do today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Um, And as usual, we're going to bring up the announcements to start talking about those before we get on with our theme for this week's podcast. Uh, So, Jack, you want to talk about those a little bit? Sure, buddy. Uh, (laughs) So we're in week five, video five of God's Crime Scene. Uh, Make sure you watch that before our Zoom meeting on Wednesday. And as usual, we'll be playing Kahoot, so make sure you actually pay attention to the video so that you can get up there and break some of the winning streaks going on. Yeah, there's been some some consistency to the winners, like you said earlier before we started talking about this. Uh, I think it's Grace and Lily, is that right? Yeah, that's the dynasty. Yeah, so somebody that's paying attention, y'all better watch that video and beat them this time. There's plenty of (laughs) gift cards to be had. And uh, so we don't want everybody to just uh, to be stacking up those yeah, gift cards. Rich in those. Yeah, they're going to get rich on gift cards over here. Making so. money during the break. Yeah, that's one <laughs> way to do it. Yeah. So what did you guys think about the Kahoot this week? I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, kind of surprised that some people were salty about the last question. <laughs> yeah, that last question. the name question of the guy that's one. doing our sessions. Yeah, like, but, like a, I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty but funny. I thought it was pretty good. Last week was pretty hard, though, I thought. uh with the whole questions yeah, like, about other people? Yeah, because it kind of it kind of reminds me, like, I don't know a lot about you guys at all. <laughs> That's a good point Evan brings up. That you know, last point. week we kind of realized, hey, it's good to get to know the people that we are constantly in worship with. Yeah. And then, you know, this last week was more about the video, and so maybe next week I'll add some of both in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. That'd be nice. That'd be good. That'd be nice. 
Well, uh, Evan, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, what our main conversation will be about today. Yeah, so uh, that's the reason we have Grace here. We're going to start talking about uh, what college life, Christian college life, is like for her. And uh, if any of you guys who are about to graduate or will graduate in the coming couple years are interested in going to a Christian college, such as like Washita or, you know, there's also others like Central Baptist. Williams. Yeah, Williams Mm -hmm. and a few others. Yeah, we're excited to talk about college. We have a lot of students that are nearing that time in life, and um, I know Jack's one of them. He's excited about it. And so, yeah, so there's lots of choices out there. And then, you know, there are a lot of Christian colleges, but also we're going to talk today a little bit about uh, self-motivation. For those that, when you get to college, you know, to challenge yourself to go to uh, a church or to find a church in the area or to find a campus ministry to be involved in. And so we're excited to, to get started talking to you about that, guys. So, Grace, uh, in your own opinion, what makes your school unique? So, if it, for y'all who don't know, I go to Washtenaw Baptist University, and the school is has so many opportunity there to serve, and they always have missionaries coming in and speaking all the time, and they're looking for college students to help them serve overseas, and then there's so many opportunities to um, serve in the community there at Washtenaw, and they always have Bible study groups, so they really encourage you to um, grow spiritually in the Lord during your college time on campus. That's a really good point. You know, I didn't think about that when we were preparing to talk, have this conversation. But, you know, I didn't realize there are probably tons of opportunities throughout the week to hear a message or to be a part of a, uh, like a small group or something, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, for sure. And so uh, I think that being there at a Christian college, you have, like Grace said, more opportunity, um, whereas you may have to hunt for those things at a, at a, uh, private college yeah yeah well isn't there a like a requirement for attending so many chapel services yes you can't miss more than four per semester yeah. how are those they're really good and they don't always have a uh, like a pastor come and speak they'll spend one day just talking about the service projects or you'll have a missionary come and speak or they'll have people come up and just give their testimony so it's always different yeah it sounds um, awesome so it's really nice yeah, that kind of is a good segue. It leads me to think about one of the other questions we had is that, you know, whereas you may have to be self-motivated a little more if you choose to go to a, uh, a more secular college. And so um, whereas they're being challenged at a Christian college to complete these things and do all these things, uh, what do you guys think about, what are your thoughts about, Jack, maybe if you choose in the future to go to somewhere like UCA or or somewhere like that, where you may have to motivate yourself to be involved in a church, and how important do you think that is for your own spiritual walk? I think it's very important. Um, whenever I did a campus tour of UCA, I saw, like, um, I think it was a church. It might have just been, like, a little place where some people do ministry, but there was this building right beside it, and um, I don't know. If I went there, I'd probably check that out, but I'd also probably end up making the drive here because it's not too far away. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that I looked into UCA, was yeah. because it's a bit more local. Mm-hmm. So, um, Grace, are there any disadvantages or advantages going to a Christian college? Yes. Um, there are, uh, like we discussed earlier, the advantages are really just them encouraging you to grow spiritually. But I think, like, one of the big disadvantages that has happened in my life from being surrounded by that is comparing myself to other Christians. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you see all these people on campus serving and doing all these things, and then I think, oh, my goodness, 
I haven't even like prayed with my roommate. What kind of Christian Christian am I? Yeah. And it's reminding myself that the Lord's given me gifts and I also have weaknesses, but in both of them, God can show his strength. So instead of looking at all the service projects to do, to think, you know, where has God gifted me in and given me talent and passion? And yeah. that's what I should serve in. That's a great point. Definitely. You know, I think that is a huge pitfall for Christians is that we tend to, like anybody, not just Christians, we begin to compare ourselves. And so one positive way to look at that is to just think about the scriptures where it says, uh, you know, trying to outdo each other in kindness, things like that. When you're in an environment like Grace is, I think you see, uh, like Grace said, so many opportunities to serve. You see people serving. And so rather than letting it make you reflect on yourself, thinking I'm not doing enough, get excited about doing something Mm -hmm. and join in the opportunity to serve yeah it's good yeah it's focusing on serving for christ and loving others in the same way christ has loved us instead of doing it so we look more like a christian amen that's a good point yeah that's a great point so uh what was the biggest transition you had to get used to going to wash it all that's a good question probably like the biggest transition was just being able to make all the decisions and also I mean if I wanted to I could spend all day in my dorm and do nothing like and just be by myself so there weren't you know I'm used to my family always coming up and talking to me and different things but there at school you know I have to make the effort to go talk to people yeah that kind of brings us right back around to to motivating ourselves so I guess you know you do have to motivate yourself no matter what college you go to um to be involved with those kinds of things. Yes. That could be very difficult for a lot of people. Um, I think that we're seeing it happen right now in, in all of the uh, stuff that's happening in the world because of the coronavirus, where we see a lot of students having to do a lot of their schoolwork from home. And, you know, my wife's a teacher, and I see uh, from time to time she talks about how these students are not self-motivated. They, mm-hmm. they don't want to do their work because there's not a teacher there making them do that. So for our listeners, just realize, you know, as college is coming around the corner, you know, you may practice self-discipline. You may think about, um, man, I'm going to be an adult. I've got to challenge myself and I need to trust the Lord that he will um, help me to be uh, living for him rather than for myself. You know, what do you guys think about that? So I know in my own life growing up, I was homeschooled and being homeschooled, I had to make my own schedule on how I was going to get all my schoolwork done every day. And that has helped me transition into college and being motivated every day to get all my schoolwork done. Yeah, I've kind of seen both sides of homeschool and going to a regular high school. And um, there's pros and cons. Um, I'm not the best time manager. So sometimes high school felt a little bit more structured. And I kind of liked that, but also homeschool has given me a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have had if I had stayed in my regular high school. And so there's there's sides of the coin. Yeah, yeah those are great points. I tell you what, even as an adult, I struggle to uh, schedule my calendar, you know. And so that's something that we're definitely going to have to do as an adult is I'm sure Grace is being faced right now with all kinds of things that she's having to remember to do that, um, you know, because she's out on her own. And so... Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, another another question that we had for Grace today. And I hate for this question to sound a little bit like a trick question, but we want our, our listeners to hear this. 
uh, it's, do you feel less of a burden to share Christ because you are on a Christian campus? Yeah, this is a really, really good question. Um, I know that when I read the passage that talks about go make disciples, I think it's interesting to think that disciples are followers of Christ, mm-hmm. that they're following Christ. And the environment that I am at school, a lot of the people around me know the gospel. Like they've heard the gospel mm-hmm. before. So what is important is to continue to encourage other believers in their discipleship. Yes. And that's yeah. the process of making disciples. And I know like earlier in my life in high school, um, at ballet, I would there's more opportunities for me to actually share the gospel, the literal gospel. But at this stage in my life, there's more opportunities to encourage other believers. Yeah, that's a good point. There's like the kind of difference between um, missions and ministry, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Ministry being like among fellow believers. Yeah, it could be so easy to, to get around a lot of uh, church-going people or people that are on a Christian campus and assume that they are already Christian and know Christ. And so that's, you know, one of the reasons I kind of asked the question is because I think that it's so important that as Christians, we always investigate other people's spiritual walk. And, uh, you know, we may assume, well, hey, they're they're a part of a Christian family. They go to a Christian school. They're a member of a church that they um, have a relationship with Christ with Christ. And I think it's dangerous for us to assume those kinds of things. What do you think about that? I mean, you know, growing up, I always had the idea that if you went to church, you're a Christian because Mm -hmm. I I remember I was, I was a weird kid, but I would ask my friends, I was like, do you go to church? And they'd be like, yeah, my family does. So I'm like, yeah, you're good. You're good to go. And, uh, now I realize, you know, there's people all around you, even at church, people who, you know, when you're homeschooled, you don't have the, you don't have the opportunity. Some, I know some homeschoolers, they're where they don't have the opportunity to go around and preach the gospel to everybody that like other people at public schools yeah. and stuff. But, you know, there's people around you at church and stuff. And I know there's people at our church who, you know, don't have Jesus in their heart, but you know, you can preach the gospel to them. Yeah. That's a great point. You know, as you were talking about that, I mean, it started making me think about the fact that, you know, at like somewhere like UCA or Fayetteville or somewhere like that, you could run into 20 people and maybe 19 of them have never even heard the gospel, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so really I think about the fact that Grace may have a harder job is that there are people that have been around church all their lives, yet they don't technically know Christ as their Lord and Savior, even though they go to a Christian college. And so they may uh, be a person that you have to build a relationship with and, and really investigate. So They may know about Christ, but they don't know Christ. Yeah. They don't have the personal relationship. Yeah, I know we even have family members that we've known for years where it may be hard to bring up the conversation, but we may know that that, that family member uh, is not a follower of Christ, and uh, we may have assumed that they were just because of the family that they were associated with. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so definitely pros and cons. I, I love the idea of going to you know a, a big college campus where you know there's a just there's. Uh, going to be tons of opportunity to share the gospel with people who have never heard about Jesus. And that, in a sense, can be very exciting. And so, but then we also have the opportunity we just discussed of of digging into building relationships with people on a, on a Christian campus. Uh, and so there's work to be done on both sides. Yeah. Yep. So Grace, we really appreciate you answering all our questions today. Is there anything else you'd like to share that's on your mind with the listeners? Yes, I actually do have a story of just addressing or talking about, you know, that transition and being in a, by yourself or being lonely. And I remember one day, it was Friday, it was actually the day before, it was that weekend of D-Now. 
and I'd finished all my classes and I had a list of things that I was going to do and then I had like this 15 minute break and that whole month I've been watching a lot of like debates over atheism versus Christianity, a lot of theological videos and I just pulled up one of those videos and started listening to it, which it wasn't necessarily anything bad, but like this, these, the thought went through my head. I was like, is God even real? Like all these thoughts started flowing through my head. Like, is God even real? And this feeling of like fear came over me. And I remember closing the computer and standing up and I started praying and I started reminding myself of what is true and what is true in my life and who God is. And it reminded me of, um, David and in Psalms, how he would express all of his feelings and what he was thinking to God. Mm-hmm. And I began to do that. And I began to express all my feelings and the things that I was thinking. And I remember the whole car ride to back home I spent in prayer and focusing, refocusing my mind on what is true. And that whole month I began memorizing the verse in Romans 8 that talks about to, to set your mind on the things of the spirit and not on the flesh mm-hmm. and the idea of renewing your mind. And I think it is so important that when we have times when we're lonely or we're not surrounded by believers or we're not surrounded by people is to pray. And then also when I got home, I remember calling my mom and asking her to pray for me and just also asking for prayer from others. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That grace is an excellent testimony to why we have been studying apologetics. I just, I'm so grateful that you shared that with our listeners and our students because there is going to become a time in our life where we're challenged, where our faith is challenged. And we, we get to hear how grace responded to that and clung to the truth, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important because we're all gonna, there will be a time in our college where you're faced to really think about things that you've maybe always believed or always heard, and you've got to dig, dig those answers out yourself, right? And as an adult, you're really challenged to think about those things. And as Grace mentioned, there could be a time of loneliness there where it may just be you and God. And, and I just think that's a sweet time where God is really... Uh, encouraging you to cling to him, to draw near to him, right? So I'm grateful for you sharing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good. Wow, Grace, that was like, that was all really good. And uh, as someone who's seeking out of college, uh, that was really encouraging. And I just, I thank you for that. Well, thank y'all so much for letting me come talk. That was very gracious and kind of y'all to even let me speak. Uh, we honestly feel like we've been blessed to hear what you've had to say about college, and I hope that our listeners have been encouraged by it. If you're a listener and um, you know maybe you were gripped a little bit of fear about going to college, hopefully Grace has helped answer some of those questions. All right, uh, now we are going to shift gears and talk science with Jack. Okay, guys, so I know everyone knows that the coronavirus is happening. It's sweeping the nation, sweeping the world, and people have gone out and they've panic bought all of the hand sanitizer, and it's getting hard to find, and I just want to tell you something that might help you out here. So everyone's buying hand sanitizer because it says it kills 99.99% of germs. I just read that off the bottle, and the active ingredient is alcohol. But actually, all this does is kills the bacteria that's on your hands. It doesn't actually get rid of it, right? Jax, are you telling us that there are dead things all over our hands? That is correct. This is scary. This is scary. So what we can do to go the extra step is use a bar of soap and some water. (laughs) It's that simple. So all you have to do is get your bar of soap, you slather up with that bad boy... (laughs) 
and then you scrub. You gotta wash each part of your hands for like five seconds until you get to 30 seconds, okay? Forget the 15 second thing, doesn't work, okay? 30 seconds all the way, and then you gotta rinse your hands, and this gets rid of it, okay? The, the soap is an emulsifier. It has hydrophilic and hydrophobic ends that makes things like oil and water combine easily. And then you can all just wash it away with water. And so everything on your hands, AKA Corona, will go down the sink and you don't have to worry about it. So basically, if you don't want a whole bunch of bacterial corpses on your hand, it's mm. best to wash your hands and not use Dermex. Well, fun fact, the coronavirus is a virus and not bacteria. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you yeah, other yeah, it'll get rid of stuff it. out there. Oh, this so, is life-saving. Yeah, a yeah. bar of soap will help you a lot more than hand sanitizer, so what you could maybe try and do is just carry around a bar of soap with you everywhere you go. Yeah. I'm going to put one in my pocket today. Yeah, there you go. Easy as that. We need to start making travel size. Yeah, we'll just put it in a little Altoids can. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Stay safe, everybody. Wash those hands.